What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Johnny Rod Show. Uh, it's a pleasure, pleasure to have Elliot Minimus. Hoorah! <laughs> is right, yep. So, we're coming up to the annual Hoorah convention, I believe. When is it? It was today, actually. Oh, really? Oh my gosh, I can't believe I missed it. Yeah, um... But, you know, wherever you are, you can still celebrate it. What What exactly is it? For, pe- <laughs> for people who so, don't know. Um, well, honestly, it's a jo- uh, it was just a joke, but... so <laughs> Bro, you should have rolled with it. Gosh damn. Here, one sec, one sec. Okay. Alright, sorry about that, guys. So early in the podcast for the technical difficulty. Shocker. Alright, um... So, anyways, today on the Johnny Rogers Show, number five, it is me and Elliot Middlemass, the Marine. How's it going, man? It's good, dude. It's pretty fucking good, man. And the reason it sounds like this uh, is because he's stationed in Quantico, and I'm currently trying to work on, like, uh, getting it, so I'm going to see if I can get it sound, you know, like, as close as I can. We're far away from each other, but one day we will meet again. Yeah, and and then that's going to be on the J-Rod pod, so that'll be dope. And, you know, there will be a video with it, and... Yeah, dude. It it will go down definitely legendary. There's actually a video of the Justin Don and Leo Keys one. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Dude, you definitely got some characters, man. I definitely like Leo dude, Keys on every, the pod. Yeah, man. Honestly, like, dude, it's just. I like B White. I like B White. That was good too. Yeah, B White. Yeah, man. Like, it's just you know people you can connect with and you know. It's the vibe, you know. Yeah, because no one's judging. Imagine you know the Joe Rogan podcast, man. Such a. Oh, oh yeah, so that's cool. a great bro. That's I mean that's like the. Base podcasters. That's the epitome <laughs> of all podcasts. Yeah, exactly. That's the pinnacle. But like, dude, podcast is an art. You know, it you is. you really gotta you gotta like human studying human nature and being able to communicate with people. You know, and, that's very true. And not and be all, and I and not like you know react and stuff. You know, all, all not people, like not like they're saying shit to make you react, but more I, so um, you know, yeah, yeah, you know the things they say. All people react differently to other people and react differently to what is said. Very true, man. So, I'm going to get into it. So, today, (laughs) today I ran a fucking biathlon. Oh, shit. What is that? Um, I don't know the definition. But, like, what do you run? Basically, I ran eight miles. Okay, that's a lot. So four miles to this gun range and then four back. So when we run <laughs> to the that's gun, dope. huh? That's dope. Running to the gun range. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, but sick. We, we did. You shoot twenty rounds and all. So you shoot ten rounds standing up, ten rounds kneeling. Rounds is are shooting bullets. We don't call them bullets. We say rounds. It's more professional. Okay. So. And we're in we're in full uniform, right? So like boots, trousers, and your uh, your blouse, and your rifle. Your blouse. So your blouse. It's like your uh, it's your camis, your long sleeve camis, okay. you know. Yeah. 
the name with your name tapes and stuff. Yeah. So and then a rifle and then a camelback, which is basically like a hydration source. Yeah, that's dope. And then God man, and like running through the woods and like Yeah man, that <laughs> must be something. That must be like, you know, like a, almost like a fucking <laughs> you know, going through that much fucking pain and it vers like, you know, just pain. Physical pain and like my, my, enduring. Yeah, dude, my body was definitely fucked. And you're competing. You're competing against other teams, so it's like. Oh, that's fucked. so. That's so sick. Oh, so you had to work as a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's weird? I was literally thinking about whipping out the book "Team of Teams" before I started this podcast. Oh really? Yeah, bro. I swear to God. If any, if any, any like business and organization. They thrive off of teamwork. Yeah, dude. I mean, this was written by General Stanley McChrystal, U.S. Army retired. Like, yeah, dude. He so. led the Special Forces. Do you know who he is? No. He led the Special Forces, uh, like, special task operation into Afghanistan. Jesus. Like, all that type of stuff, man. That's teamwork at its most finest and, and dominant point, you know? Yeah, for real. No, I wouldn't say dominant, but most crucial point, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I 100%. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, because that's where lives matter. Yeah, man. I feel like it's weird. It's weird because in different cultures, like, lives don't mean as much to others as they do to a lot of people in America. But but you know what? No, 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 no. You know what? That's so... That's not that's not necessarily. Well true. some 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 countries like at, yeah, like it's where it's definitely like, have it worse off than others where oh. you know, it's normal to see a dead body on the street. Yeah. Like in India. Or somewhere, you know. But I'm pretty sure in the India. Thing, the thing so not all countries are perfect. There's no like best country in the world, but some other countries are better off than others. I love the United States. Huh? I love the United States. So the good thing about the United States is that, you know, there's free speech. So, you know, people are on the news on any kind of TV show and can display the fact that they don't like this about America. And there's freedom of speech. Our speech is so free to the point where you can literally talk negative about like tweet, the about tweet online and get a bunch of retweets like you're free your own free press pretty much like we're so free that you can go and do that and dude and dude, and really dude that's where it becomes kind of fucked in a way with the whole <laughs> with the whole you know like left like yeah, that, the, that far far end left I, people I don't really know too much about it though for me to it, it, it's it's essentially just, you know, rat. There's radicals on both sides, man. Like, yeah, I know. There's... I know Jordan Peterson talks about it a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing too that I feel when people the the only thing I've heard about the radical left, right, mm-hmm. is they're very like, like like v- know, vegan just... vegan militia. Just, just very <laughs> like oh, yeah, they would go they dude no 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 I'm not even kidding in Australia they fucking raided, uh, those. Like these these crop fields, like I don't yeah, even know, I, really I don't even know why the that. fuck they would do that because they're vegans. Like, oh, did they steal the crops? I wonder if they stole them. That would make more sense. But like, still, like militia, 
like, I'm pretty sure that's where you destroy shit, so. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, just, when I think of the radical left, so I think stupid. of, I think of, like, these moms back in, back in our hometown that were very, like. Ew, I hate that. Super overprotective of their kids. <laughs> I fucking hate that. Did, like, want, want everything to be just tip-top condition, won't endure any, any pain. They want their son to have a comfortable life, go to college, get a, land a great job. Yeah, man. And that's, man. All, and that's all very well. That's all very well. Right. But, you know, they're shielding, they're shielding their children, you know? That's what I think about. Yeah, they should let them decide on their own. Agreed. So, I think, too, But man, it's definitely good to have a mentor, and your parents are your mentors in it, a way. It, yeah, I agree. And you should want your kid to get a good job and go to college. <laughs> yeah. You know? But I'm talking about a parent that's very, very controlling, you know? Right, that's yeah, just yeah. That's going to drive your kid away more. Yeah, it constricts them from doing But you want to control them, but it's a dichotomy. Well, you want to um, have a relationship with them where it's like, you know... They trust you, and they look up to you, and they respect uh-huh. you, and they think of you as a leader. So, like, in a way, there are these higher-ups, right? Mm-hmm. My staff sergeants. I got a couple that I look up to. And, you know, they do it They do it in, in this way to where it's, you know, they'll ask me, they'll tell me to do something. I'm like, right away, staff sergeant. And I have pride in doing it, and I do it to my best ability because I want them because I want to impress them, slash I want the work that I'm doing for them to be good. Right. So I'm gonna, you work a lot better if you have someone that you respect. But that doesn't mean that if you have someone that you don't respect, that you do shitty work. Right, because you have to hold yourself accountable for all the work. And a, a thing too, man, it, it's crazy what leadership can do. So on this run today, there's a point, there's a point, so after we shot... I was so, I was dead. We're running up this hill, and this one staff sergeant, his name's Staff Sergeant Ray, uh, infantry guy, has done done everything, right? right. The, he's done a lot of training, a lot of harsh training. And, you know, we're just talking about what you can do and what it takes to, to overcome this feeling of, of quitting on yourself and when you're so dead tired. And he's like... I, he, he told me, he said, I get pissed. So I'm thinking in my head, I was like, alright, middle mass, get fucking pissed. <laughs> and then I got pissed, ran up the hill, and kept just trotting away, and then hit the finish line, saw all my higher-ups, and just everyone that I work with, like, hey, good job. How did so it feel? He, How did it feel when you saw them? It was pretty good. I was like, ah, oh, fuck yeah, I'm, you know. Yeah, it was good. You completed but, you know, it. But honestly, dude, honestly, there's there's so much more that I feel I could do. It was just kind of like a little taste of, okay, like I can do this. I just ran the eight miles and, you know, it's just a taste of what people have done. Like people have done so much crazier stuff and so much. <laughs> like, like the Wright brothers, that. like the Wright brothers, like the Wright yeah. brothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flew a fucking plane. Could you imagine? And then the bike. Saying to other people, like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna fly." And then these other people are like, what the <laughs> "Fuck, bro!" They probably thought they were fucking mad, insane. Yeah, but they were like training for it and like. 
trying to get it to happen. They're like, yeah, these guys are going to kill themselves. And then when they finally did it, all these other motherfuckers were sitting there stunned and amazed. Bro, that's like, I mean, think about this. Think about Steve Jobs trying to pitch Apple (laughs) to, like, that, that time era. True, dude. Like, bro, people be like, what? You need to go to an insane asylum. <laughs> There's so many people that stand out in history that everyone will point and laugh at. Like Greg Plitt said, every one of your heroes has been laughed at, called an idiot. It's called retarded. Look at them now, you know? Yeah, for real, man. What a, what a waste would that be if they listened? Honestly. So, a thing too, man, with my Instagram. Discipline. What is it? Discipline for the dedicated. Oh, for sure. Go check it out, listeners. Yes. Yes, indeed. The link will be The link is on the description. But there's this one uh, girl that just followed me. She looks like she's an Air Force girl. But, you know, she, you know, military. She's pretty pretty in shape, and it's just. You know, like, good for you, you know, just fucking getting it. And she's got a little fitness page. (laughs) She's getting it. Fuck yeah. She's got this little fitness page. She's following a lot more people. Oh, wait, no, never mind. She's got a lot of followers. You know that ratio of, like, following slash followers, you know? All that type of political shit. But yeah, man, like... You know, good for good for fucking you. If you're out there just getting it and confronting your daily fears, good for you. Just keep fucking honing it. Yeah, for real, man. Anyone doing that, they need to yeah. So I got this I got this fucking book that I wrote. Well, not a book that I wrote, but before boot camp, I wrote all of the forty eight laws of power in this book. Um on the cover of it, I printed off a picture of a marine holding a sword with blood on it. Oh yeah, I saw that. I remember that. And it's taped it on here. And the thing too that I that I just saw it says um let the fearless approach become your dominant mindset. That's that's pretty fucking real. So like with you know the teachings of the fiftieth law, you know, it's just just goes in so deep into like the psychology of the people that have stood out in the past. I read this one of, um, you know, mastering, mastering a skill. Uh, it was a boxer. I think his name was Jack Johnson. But he was a poor African-American boxer back when racism was still occurring. And he looked for every conceivable fight that he could get into. And... He would just get yo, the shit kicked out of him. Talk, talk. But, then, right. but then after a while, he, um, he he just started becoming a lot better. And eventually, the boxers that he would verse, they would say, yeah, he can uh, he could read my mind. Oh, shit. That's some so, like, shit. <laughs> the thing, too, like, when you submit... Just like that chess player. Huh? Just like that chess player. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That shit's kind of. That shit was hard to explain. It's a German chess player. It was like the, you know, like the fucking championship, world chess championship, or whatever. And yeah, uh, you guys, you guys got to go look at the forty-eight. 
Yeah, can't emphasize it enough. We always, when, we always so do. In the 50th, it says right here, when you submit in spirit to aggressors or to an unjust and impossible situation. So it's like, let's say someone's treating you unfairly. They're being an aggressor. No, someone, something, someone is trying basically to impose their will on you, right? Right. And if you submit to them, you do not buy yourself any real peace. You're encouraging people to go further with this. Right. To take from you. Mm-hmm. To use it for their own purposes. Exactly. So, I'm reading from the book right now, and then they sense your lack of self-respect, and they feel justified in mistreating you. Yeah, bro, like, that, the fact that the one kid called this stupid. <laughs> huh? The fact that that one kid called this stupid. The, the 50th law. He called the 50th law stupid. It's not... So, that's a, that's a big thing about, like, your ego. Yeah, people's ego, yeah. There's this, uh, there's, there's this page in here that talks about your ego, and it's... It literally... Oh, man, I just can't, like... Having... Being... Having ego and being cocky is one of the most unattractive traits that anyone can have. Be confident, right? Yeah, that's very true. People people get very mixed up between confidence and, and cockiness. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely have, especially when I drink, kind of. I definitely have a way better handle on it now. But I definitely came from a place where I had no confidence in me whatsoever. I got you. Yeah, no, I know I know exactly where you're coming from, bro. Man, I, I can remember. Like, I remember, I remember one time I was convinced to shave off all of my hair. Oh, my gosh. And I just remember the next day. Just for, being, for what? For what? Validation? Pretty much. And I just Damn. remember thinking, I just remember thinking, like, fuck, man, like... Got no fucking hair, bro. Yeah. When my head was shaved like that, every inch of fucking dignity came right off of it. Oh fuck, that's some real <laughs> shit, bro. I love it. But, but yeah, man, it's fuck raw. that. Shit. <laughs> it's raw. Yeah. So like, and a thing too. That's why I feel I can relate with. I can relate, or and I think me and you both. Oh, yeah, and among some other people can relate so much Dude, to the everybody could man well to, to everyone the, can to to, to to some extent to, to the person that that's in the struggle right now oh that, yeah that's yeah going that doesn't that's in know, a slump that doesn't know where they're going they're they're stuck they're they're doing something that's not meaningful yeah honestly and if you if you don't love what you do then you need to you need to you know discover that on your own. You need to read. You need to you know do these things that will help you along you the way. Because self education is so important. Cannot emphasize enough. I am so happy you know like with decisions I've made since I've read these books because they inform you on real life facts. Agreed. Like how often? Think about it. How often do you hear real life fucking facts? That is true, man. How many Normally people... Normally, it's just bullshit with friends. How, how many people do you go... How many people do you see throughout the day that are spitting 
Hardcore but obviously knowledge. it's I, it's important to you know interact with friends and shit. But I'm just saying you know. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And the thing too, man, you're you're my you're my best friend. So how beneficial is it to have a best friend that thinks exactly like you do and is embedded deep into the story? Oh fuck! God damn! My fucking phone died. Sorry, guys. When, what a inconvenience. All right, one second. I'm going to pause it. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, we're back, and better than ever. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so... um. Wait, have you seen that South Park episode where um, there's a big oil spill in the ocean, and they fucking yeah. up? Yeah, yep. And then the, the guy who, like, owns the oil company is like, Sorry, and there's just clips of him like standing in like random <laughs> places, and he's like, "Sorry." Oh yeah, yeah. And then he's sitting like there with random the places. Oh yeah, what the fuck? It's like an advertisement. Yeah, he's covering. Uh, he's naked, and like there's a beach ball covering his dick, and he's like, "Sorry." <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. South Park did it right. Bravo. They do it so right, dude. Bravo. So, um, the other, it was a funny story. So the other weekend, I was at a club in D.C. And <laughs> at like one o'clock, dude, there's homeless people around D.C. I've heard this story. Money, it's fucking hilarious. Asking for money. Um, like a, uh, around the place, right? And... There are these two, like, homeless people arguing with each other, and me and my friends, like, started listening to it, and we're like, oh, shit, I wonder, like, what the fuck they're saying. Mm. Kind of funny. And the only thing we could really hear is this, like, crackhead with this, with this voice. He's like, he's like, I want your head bent backwards, bitch. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, the theatrical. I love the theatrical to it. Dude, when I was in England, man, I had no, so many... Dude, you should be an actor, bro. Dude, one day, man. Or direct. What about today? Yeah, that sounds Why good. Why not, man? There's a lot of... Home- and I'm not trying to shit on homeless people or be a dick right now, but there's so many... There was... And in Vegas, too, man. But there's just so many... And in England... There's... So many homeless people that just were like very pushy, like, yo, you got like spare change? And just. Yeah, they run yeah. up on you. They're very irrational. Yeah, they run up on you. And dude, sometimes they'll run up on you and they'll be like. <laughs> like, I know in like East Lansing, or not East Lansing, but like South Side Lansing, like, bro, it, fucking, they will run up on you. Like, this one black dude ran. I don't mean, I don't mean like, you know, like, I didn't mean it like that. Okay. But, like, he was a big guy, right? And he, like, runs up on me and, like, he tells me he's, like, he needs money because he's about to catch a bus. I kind of felt bad, whatever, you know. I was still in my car and this guy is, like, kind of, like, reaching. And I'm like, look, bro, back up. You know, back up from the car. He backs up. And, uh, then he, uh, 
I get out and I give him. I'm like, I'm gonna go in and I'll give you the change. And then I go in, and give him the change, and it was like I gave him like three bucks or whatever. And then he did the same thing to this next guy, right? And then apparently that guy fucking just does that all the time. Really? Yeah, man. It's kind of cool how like you, how like Lansing's like a college town and there's you know a lot of college people in college doing college things because they're college you know yeah because <laughs> they're college no, it, yeah it, it, yeah I get it because <laughs> they're college cool, yeah no it's 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 dope bro it's definitely the thing, the thing too it's, I'm in a military town so you just get all types of ranks and then people just all over the place just weirdos you'll you know there'll be a a gunnery sergeant that's like an older guy versus a a lance corporal who's like a young guy just all over the place you know mm-hmm. so a thing that i just so a thing that i saw that i wrote about to we're about to get back into it again so Fill your mind, thoughts, conversations with great information. Never stop learning. And never know too much. Listen to people that you have a high level of respect for. Know what you're thinking and know what your thoughts are. Because, dude, your thoughts are actually super important. Mm-hmm. What you think, what you think about... Or Yourself and... A man, a man is what he thinks about all day. Mm-hmm. Or, or a woman, but a man is what he thinks about all day. So, yeah. Tony Roth, that's when he was like, he's like, I don't know, I think he was 18. But he said every day he would be driving to work and just think, I'm I'm unstoppable, no one can, I'm invincible, and just embedded the shit into his head. Just do that, why not, right? So, why not? <laughs> whoever, whoever's listening to this. It'll only benefit you. Right, so whoever's listening to this and me, for example, like, how many times do you say to yourself, "Yo, like I'm unstoppable. No one can fucking touch me," but not not being extremely cocky, but filling the self confidence with yourself and being like, "Yo, I'm on this. I got this. I'm unstoppable. I can do this. Let's fucking go." Mm-hmm. And then you you go into your work or or you're doing something with passion driven into it because i can't say i do that enough i'm not sitting here preaching that i do this all the time right but something i must do and you must do so do right it makes sense you know and then i wrote this this is super this is super inappropriate but i'm just gonna do it so black so oh man i don't even want to say this i want to say it what is it Blasting, pumping. Ah, <laughs> oh, this sounds fucking weird. Alright. Just fucking say it, pussy. Blasting and pumping your dick into a sexy girl is nice. But you will mm. never get to that point without blasting and pumping motivational videos, knowledge, and successful th- and successful thinking into your head. Most people want to conform to the norm of other people around them. You can mask this by playing their side, but implement your own thoughts and philosophies into the group. That's very true. Your, your ideas are great and unique. 
don't be afraid to expose them. The more credible you are, the more serious you will be taken. Exactly, and that's why you have to make yourself credible. You know? That's very true. I guess the first You have to enjoy the journey. Was, you have to enjoy the process. I guess the first part of that was a little inappropriate. Hmm. No, man. But, it was a good message. But, you know, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, a thing, too, like, okay, so, motivation, being driven. You'd rather be driven than motivated because motivation dies. So, a thing, too, what do you do when, like, oh, you can't go on? And it's like, oh, you see, you can't go on. But push forward, right? Mm-hmm. But what do you do when, like, you kind of already pushed forward and you're like, oh, fuck, man, like, shit, dude. Yeah. You know? You're, you're, you're like, oh, fuck, I already pushed. You have to keep pushing. And it's like, well, keep pushing again. And it's like, well, fuck, you know? Keep fucking pushing, bro. It's a fucking marathon, you know? Yeah, man. It's fucking it's wild out there. It's wild west, man. Yeah. I wonder what Natalie Cohen's doing. <laughs> Shout out. Natalie Cohen, if you're listening to this, what's up? Yeah. How you no, doing? she, she how was you? actually a really good, like, gym girl. Like, she would she come was. with me she every was. day, work out. Yeah, I miss her. She was actually pretty fucking disciplined and was working out. Mm-hmm. She was, for sure. She's living life. I remember being really c would out, right? <laughs> and zooted. Okay. In the gym. And I remember, <laughs> like, she was with us, and, like, I just remember dropping th- this Gatorade bottle on the floor... And, like, went up to the bench press and was like, let's fucking go. Then hammered it out and, like, stood up. This random kid was looking at me and we just, like, we're just, like, looking at each other. And then, like, a couple days later, he, like, came up to me in the pool and he's like, you know, dude, like, is that your girlfriend? I looked mm-hmm. back at him and I was like, one of them. He's like, dude, you're a boss, man. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like, what the hell? Lifetime was such a great fucking gym. It was, man. God, there's hot tubs. It was sick. Sick as fuck, dude. What do they have in Quantico? So I go to this one place called One Life. It doesn't have a hot tub or a pool, but it's a pretty good gym. Got you. Then we have the main side gym, which is filled with Marines, but it's 30 minutes away from me, so I just kind of go to One Life. Got you. And One Life, you know, there's not as many Marines, more civilians, you know, just get away from it all sometimes. Yeah, that makes sense. There's still some Definitely. Marines there, though. What type of Marines? More more grunts or... Um... Like kind of all sides. Really? All sides of the... Of the spectrum. Of this hierarchy. Yeah. Yurt, and, um, you know, whenever, like, you find yourself just walking along a street or something, <laughs> yeah. and, you're super, and you're, like, super depressed, just be I like, feel like, you just, I feel like uh, yeah, I don't know, 
Just be like, fuck it, you know? Fuck it. Yeah, literally, just... You have to understand life is going to hit you with suffering no matter what. You know what you know what you could you know what you could say to like some kids that will like really like scare them? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like some shit about like how fist twisting your spine. Well you could literally be like, Look, no, if you don't attack life with a sense of urgency and boldness and so they're young, so their <laughs> minds are still developing, so you can get at them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, look, if you're, you know, you have to go and live life, like, it, like, do something that you want to do, live life with boldness, sense of urgency, and, you know, just take life and strangle it for all of its endorphins and serotonin, which is the shit that makes you feel good. And suck the fucking blood out of its neck. <laughs> So then Until it's that, pale as a fucking piece of paper that you well, draw on, and then draw what you did. Well, then, <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, like, you know, you need to do Jesus this. And if fuck. you don't, if you don't go and attack life and try to make your dreams come true, <laughs> you're going to be fucking sitting in a corner of some back alleyway sucking <laughs> dick for a fucking can of Copenhagen <laughs> mint chewing tobacco. And they're like, what the fuck? And then, like, they go back home and say to their mom, they're like, I need to, I want to do karate. And they're like, oh, wow, my son is, like, killing it. Like, doing really good for themselves, turning all their homework in. Like, But you, like, you're like, always outside of the school right after school, and you catch them, and you, like, talk to them, and you're like, don't ever <laughs> tell your parents, I'll kill you. <laughs> they're like, they're like, why, you know, what? why are you doing so good? And like, I don't know, mom. And then finally one day they're like, because I don't want to be in the alleyway sucking dick for Copenhagen. <laughs> 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 oh, so, you know, it's weird. You know, it's weird too that I don't remember doing this, but my mom like talked about the story. So I I went to this acting class as like a really little kid, I was super little. I think I was first grade, and. They went around the room. They're like, okay, tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> and they got to me, and I was like, my name's Elliot, and I have a terrible life. You have a terrible life? I, yeah, I said that. And then these moms, like, looked at my mom, like, in disgust. And my mom was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, dude. What you do? Fucking put you in a little fucking wagon, wheel you out of there. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, a cre- a creepy, like, a creepy, like warped wagon looking <laughs> thing. <laughs> oh god! And you have a black it's bonnet like a, it's on. It's kind of like a cage, and the and the cage bars are all like. Oh bent. fuck. <laughs> And your mom just as nice as your mom is. She's just riding on the bike. Hello. I think too. <laughs> With the British um, accent. I used to I used to go to McDonald's and it would have like a little playground there, and I would dress up as Spider Man and go in there, and we would and I would just play and all the kids would just want to talk to me and like hang around me and I'd like run through a bunch of stuff and shit, and. <laughs> I remember there's this kid. He dressed up as like I think Captain America or something. And I was so pissed off, dude. 
Bro, this one kid, I went to a McDonald's play structure with him, and he fucking... So, I wouldn't follow... He wanted me to follow him, but I was just... I just wanted to do my own thing. Like, I just wanted to roam around this little thing, right? And my mom and his mom, they were, like, good friends from, like, high school or whatever. And, like, anyways, this kid, his name is Jared. And (laughs) fucking... I get get out of the, uh... Slide thing or whatever. I'm putting on my shoes. We're getting ready to leave. And this kid fucking just tosses me over and just... Starts whacking me in the eye. I'm like fucking three years old, man. Just whack, whacking me in the eye with a fucking shoe. And I then, remember. I remember Sam Jenkins. Do you remember him? I remember just pushing, like pushing. Why? Do you remember Sam Jenkins? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a nice guy. Like no lie guy. Yeah. So my mom and his mom were like fucking best friends. Yeah, I remember that. We would go to this place called Jungle Java, which is yeah, the tits. Just this gigantic play structure, and dude, Sam would always get into a fucking fight with someone. <laughs> always, and then one time we Irish? fought these. One time we fought these three kids, and it was the first time ever like I got punched in the face. And then Sam grabbed this kid's hair and started pulling it. And I went up to this kid and just fucking smacked him in the in the nose and he started bleeding. Sam? Sam, like, pulled this kid's hair back. And who did you hit? And I punched the kid in the face that's... Is that you, you hope, Sam? Yeah, dude. Oh, you sick fuck. This kid's nose is bleeding. And, dude, we got in so much fucking trouble. What the fuck? That's fucked up shit, so bro. Because, um... What the, the fuck? manager there was like, yeah, and points at Sam's like, yeah, he starts fights all the time here. What'd, Dude, your, mo- what'd your mom have to say about it? I don't, rem- I don't really remember, but we did, we stopped going there. But like, were your mom and his mom and like, did you guys still hang out? Yeah, we still hang out. Dude, Sam was a little fucking savage, bro. He used to do the most like, fucked up shit. I remember mm-hmm. he killed his brother. I think he killed his brother's fish. Oh, that's really fucked up. That's some weird shit. Not intentionally. He, like... Oh, he, poured, he poured... He, like, poured it and... So he took the fish and put it in, like, a tank of Sprite and it just died. Just experimenting. And then, um... Uh, his older brother's name is Ben. Oh, my God. I, we went... Maybe we shouldn't just... Not- maybe we shouldn't talk about, like... His family. <laughs> incriminating evidence <laughs> just his family bro like well okay this is the last no I don't uh... <laughs> this is the last thing I'm gonna say alright fine well, I'm fine we used to go ding dong ditching okay I got another funny story but we we went ding dong ditching no fuck you this not give me another funny story and this fucking just alright fine we there, will be, there will be fuck it <laughs> we ding dong ditch these people and they run out and they start fucking chasing us in the car, and they called the cops and everything. Shit was so sketchy. Oh, that shit's the worst. And I remember we dinged on me and our June and Kyle Dan. We dinged on ditch this Indian dude that would get so pissed off. <laughs> oh, and, I know who you're talking about around the roundabout. And, yeah, and our June. Oh, the, uh, yeah. Rings the doorbell right when he rings it. The guy opens up the fucking door and grabs Arjun and pulls him into the house. Oh my gosh, what happened? And 
uh, he says like how he's gonna call the cops, and Arjun pretended to be this like little like fucking Christian Indian, yeah. and, he was oh just trying to, and he was just trying to sell church memberships. Oh, that's hilarious! He was on the podcast too. Yeah, so people know him. Dude, Arjun. He's Arjun, such a funny. Uh, he's a character, bro. I love that guy. Yeah, dude, Arjun was he was a pretty sly dude. Like I remember, I remember Ian and all of them had a party in my house, and I said they could do it. But they had a party in my house, and I told them they could do it. And you know, I ended up getting caught, yeah. and this, we we went on vacation. Oh, I was there. I remember going. And. I needed some. I needed a fall guy. <clears throat> oh no! And I, I gave I gave our June a hundred dollars and a bottle of wine to take the blame. Okay. And he just stood in my dining room <laughs> with my dad, just like yelling at him. Yelling at your dad. Just, just take. My dad was yelling at him. Oh. He was just taking the blame and just like. Damn, doing it. What a guy. He was, He's a fucking great actor. What a guy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well. Working at Home Depot has really, uh. That's not hate. Taught me some good life leadership lessons. Alright, bro. This is coming to a wrap. I'm getting tired. Yeah. I'm getting tired. I feel, I feel like this wasn't as crispy. Bro, Jared Potter's always crispy. You can delete some stuff out of this, right? Doesn't matter. Why Why should I? I just feel I'm like... Still I'm still recording. I'm still recording. I just feel like... I just feel like the part of blasting and pumping your dick into a girl. Oh, yeah, like, sure. No, no, it's, nope, it's staying. <laughs> I mean, All right. I think, well, I think thanks that- for listening, guys. <laughs>